Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Mark Metry. If you guys don't know me, I'm a recovering, socially anxious, depressed person turned into speaker, author, and coach, and I've really dedicated my life to this stuff. This episode is a bit different if you're a regular listener of this podcast. Today, I have uh, a friend and a colleague, Dr. Daniel Amen. Uh, you may have heard of him. He's a double board certified psychiatrist, the founder of Amen Clinics, a 10 times New York Times bestselling author. He's Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus's mental health doctor. He really does so much work in this field. And I actually got the chance to interview him last year. And this episode is just sort of a short snippet on our conversation specifically about social anxiety. And as you keep listening, I'm going to jump in probably halfway towards the end and just talk about sort of my take on what he said, what my advice, what my uh, information would be. And I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Social anxiety. A lot of people have ADD, actually have social anxiety. ADD is real and left untreated, it causes real serious problems, um, including um, bankruptcy, divorce, being fired, uh, incarceration, drug abuse. Um, it is associated with lower blood flow to the front part of the brain and Medication can be really helpful, but it's not the first thing I think about. Exercise, mm. a high protein, low carbohydrate diet, EPA fish oil, so omega 3 fatty acids higher in EPA, one of the components, has been found to be helpful. There's some nutrients like zinc, magnesium, rhodiola, ashwagandha, ginseng that can be helpful i make something called focus and energy which is sort of a natural way to support attention and if those things don't work take a stimulant they'll change your life in a positive way i have a daughter who i dearly love and this is going to sound awful but the truth is i never thought she was very smart I mean, I remember in mm. fifth grade still working on her times tables. And I'm like, why is she not getting this? And but in eighth grade, she actually won a presidential scholar award because and schools every year can give that to one student for effort. And this is a kid that worked her brains out. But in tenth grade, she fell apart. She was staying up every night until one or two o'clock in the morning to get her homework done. Mm -hmm. And she got depressed. She came to me one night and she was crying, which just broke my heart. And she mm -hmm. said, dad, I can never be as smart as my friends. And here I was helping people from around the world. And so I scanned her the next day and she had mm -hmm. sleepy frontal lobes, just like my patients who have ADD. She was never hyperactive, never impulsive or disorganized, which often goes with ADHD. And I scanned her the following day on like 10 milligrams of Ritalin, normalized her brain. And then literally for the next 10 years, she got straight A's in school with less effort and ended up getting into the University of Edinburgh's veterinarian school um, 
And, you know, if I wouldn't have scanned her and I wouldn't have figured out that she had inattentive ADD, it would have condemned her to a life mm. of mediocrity because they get mm. distracted. And so they forget the conversation and it makes them <laughs> worry or they'll say something impulsive and other people will laugh at them and then they will be so hard on themselves. And most people don't know how to manage their mind. And so they don't know how to manage social situations. And so a couple of simple things that can be helpful. I teach my patients diaphragmatic breathing, how to get control mm -hmm. of your breathing to calm your body. Um, and then I teach them how to kill the ants, the automatic mm -hmm. negative thoughts that steal your happiness and actually provide the fuel of social anxiety. So a long time mm -hmm. ago, I came up with my own form of ant therapy, which is therapy for your thoughts based on a cognitive behavior therapy approach. But I had a really hard day at work where I saw four suicidal patients, two couples who hated each other, and two teenagers who had run away from home. And I was worn out when I came home to an ant infestation in my house. And I was horrified by it. And as I was cleaning up the ants, I, I always play with words in my head as well, ants, automatic negative thoughts. So my patients are infected. So the next day, I brought a can of Raid to the office, put it on my coffee table, and I went, we're going to kill your ants. We have to work together to get rid of the ants that are infesting your mind. And people with social anxiety, they're infested with, I have nine different kinds of ants, and that's mind-reading ants, where you arbitrarily believe you know what someone else is thinking, even though they haven't told you. And I have 25 years of education, and I can't tell what anybody else is thinking. A negative look from mm -hmm. someone else may mean nothing more than they're constipated. You don't right. know. And mm -hmm. so diaphragmatic breathing, killing the ants, so important, not leaving. So if you have social anxiety, if you want to get over it, you need, after the social distancing is over with, you need yeah. to put yourself in situations because whenever you leave a situation because you're anxious, the situation is going to start controlling you. And mm -hmm. then there are certain supplements that uh, can be helpful, like GABA or magnesium. Mm -hmm or theanine from green tea, um, don't start with Xanax or Clonopin. Yeah. Don't, because once you start them, you're going to have a hell of a time stopping them. Taking a short break from this episode to bring you a sponsored message. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about a great new podcast that's rapidly becoming a thing. Long Shot Leaders with Michael Stein is really good. It's edgy. It's much different. And Michael interviews people who have overcome large obstacles to finding their own version of success, interviewing everyone from Academy Award winners, ex-cons, Holocaust survivors, sports heroes, you name it. 
The host, Michael Stein, has got an interesting background. He's an entrepreneur, a writer, an actor, a filmmaker, a stand-up comedian. So he puts all of that into the interview, and he gets into the how, why, and the secrets to why people do what they do. It's really cool. Again, great podcast. Check it out. It's Long Shot Leaders with Michael Stein. We're also going to have a link down below in the description for you to check it out. Now, back to our episode, if you listen to what Dr. Daniel Amen just said there, um, he has many, many, a few different points. So number one, he says, hey, a lot of people that face social anxiety also have some form of ADD. I totally see that. Now, I personally don't have ADD, at least I don't know. And however, I've always had problems with focus. I could barely focus my entire life. And so I totally see what the doctor says about if you can't really focus, but then you're in a conversation and then all of a sudden your focus is lost and then you have to say something impulsively and then you're too hard on yourself and you get embarrassed and you're nervous, it starts to sow a cycle. I've been there exactly and I've actually specifically worked on how do I improve my focus muscle, which a lot of you guys have actually been asking me. So I think I'm going to do a separate episode on that. But I can totally see how both of those issues can make each other worse. So you definitely want to you know, talk to your doctor, professional, on how you can deal with ADD, get that information. Um, this podcast is more or less about social anxiety. So that's, that's one that's huge. Number two, he says, if you leave the social situation, it basically reaffirms the social anxiety fear in your head. And it gets worse. So that's another big one as well. I mean, I've definitely been guilty of that myself. But the longer you stay, the more time that that social anxiety monster has time to go down. Now, number three, uh, I know Dr. Daniel Amen didn't say this, but I'm going to say it. I think your diet is absolutely huge. It's, uh, it's mega. You know, for me, the first steps that I even took towards fixing my focus was actually changing my diet and my sleep and my exercise. So I think all of that stuff uh, as a foundation is really some of the first steps that people should take. Um, but then Dr. Daniel Amen comes in about supplements. So he says three specific supplements. He says GABA, he says magnesium, and he says L-theanine. First off, L-theanine, if you guys don't know what that is, that's the active compound other than caffeine that's in green tea. I personally don't supplement with L-theanine. However, uh, I definitely drink green tea from time to time. And it's a good, L-theanine is a good way to keep yourself calm, your nervous system calm, but also focused and alert, which is a great, great natural combination. So again, I'd, I haven't supplemented it, so there's not much I can say on it other than maybe try it out, talk to your doctor, um, look up information. Another one that he said that I use both of these, I use GABA and magnesium. Uh, I'm so glad that he said this. Um, you know, at this time when Dr. Daniel Amen was talking to me, I wasn't really taking GABA and now I do. So if you guys don't know, uh, GABA is basically a neurotransmitter in your brain that's responsible for you being calm. Now, when it comes to supplements, everyone is going to have a different reaction. Um, however, when it comes to GABA, at least the GABA that I take, they synthesize it from like this natural flower, uh, like this plant, and you know they sell it. I get mine at Whole Foods, 
And honestly, GABA works really well. Um, I think GABA is one of the few supplements where you actually take it and then you feel something. Um, most of the times when it comes to supplements, they don't, you know, it's not a drug. You don't take it to feel different. It's sort of more of a long-term thing. But I found that when it comes to GABA, it's actually one of the few supplements, at least for me, that actually works. And what I mean by works is it just like takes the edge off. It just takes like 10% of your nerves and it just like makes them calm. Okay. So again, it's not like, you know, you're going to just totally be calm. You know, again, this is not a drug. However, again, I'm not a doctor. You have to speak with your own, you know, uh, healthcare provider. I would definitely take GABA. Um, I don't take GABA every day. However, on the days where I feel a little bit anxious, I'm a little bit stressed, or the days where maybe I have a big social event and I know social anxiety sort of maybe lingering in the head, of, in the back of my head in the background, I'll definitely take a GABA and it works really well. And again, I just get mine from Whole Foods and I'm sure you could get it from another spate and it'll be good. The next supplement that uh, Dr. Daniel Amlin talks about is magnesium. Now, there's many different kinds of magnesium. I have experimented with a couple different kinds of magnesium. I think the most common form is probably magnesium citrate. Magnesium citrate is apparently, from my awareness, it's a it's more of a muscle relaxer and a laxative. Uh, I was taking that for a while, but then I was like, I don't really need a laxative uh, or a muscle relaxer. So I kind of stopped. And the kind of magnesium I'm taking now is called magnesium L-theranate. This is apparently the best one based on a couple different neuroscientists that I've heard. For example, Dr. Daniel, uh, no, excuse me, Dr. Andrew Huberman of uh, of Stanford University. Um, That's a good one. I've also heard that magnesium glycinate is also really good. And essentially, magnesium is an essential nutrient that your brain and your nervous system needs. And so the vast majority of us are deficient. And if you are deficient in magnesium, your nervous system may have a tendency to be a bit more anxious and stressed. And so for me personally, I take magnesium at a daily basis. I um, the supplement that I'm taking, it's, uh, you take three pills and that's a sort of a daily serving. So in the morning time I take one, but then at nighttime, because it helps with sleep as well, I take two right after my dinner time. And so I find that those definitely help. And so, you know, if you're listening to this, definitely, you know, do your own research, look into some of the things that Dr. Daniel Amen and, and both of us have said, uh, definitely check out our sponsor's podcast, Michael's podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening. I had a blast giving this. This has been your host, Mark Metry.